and welcome to the Press Start Pod- the Press Start Podcast, the Press Start Australia. Press Start Australia. Hello and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, <laughs> Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, you, and joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Shannon. Hello, Brody. Hello, James. Hello, and Kieran. Hello. <laughs> there was a moment of hesitation as I decided which way around the circle I was going to go uh, today as I introduced you all and whatever happened during the intro. I don't know what that was. Just a brain. My brain fading. Um, on the show today, we're going to be talking about Brody's AFL 23 review and Game Freak's freshly announced new project. But first, James, you have reviewed The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. So that's where we're going to start today. Uh, we previewed this game quite recently um, in which we spoke about what it needs to do to build upon Breath of the Wild uh, to bear the same sort of impact today as it did uh, upon release. Its predecessor did upon release. Has it delivered? Yes. <laughs> the pregnant pause. Um, I love it. Yes, excellent. Uh, do yeah. elaborate. I think overall it has. I think that... I think I've been pretty clear with a lot of people about how I felt about Breath of the Wild. Like I, sure, I thought it was a good game. I thought the climbing was great. I thought there were just so many aspects of it that were really good. Um, yeah. But it just didn't hit the mark for me as a Zelda game. Um, I didn't think it was perfect, like a lot of people felt. Um, yeah. So like I was going into the like seeing all the trailers for Tears of the Kingdom. I was like, oh. I don't think it's for me. Like, I don't think... I think they're, like, just doubling down on what made Breath of the Wild really good. Um, <clears throat> and that's fine, but, like, it's just not what I like about Zelda anymore. Mm. So, fast forward 80 hours <laughs> plus. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, and I really like it. I think it is everything that I kind of wanted Breath of the Wild to be. Um well, also, like, it's, obviously it still feels like a sequel to Breath of the Wild in a lot of ways. And I think if you go back and yeah. play the first one, because I'm, I'm, I'm surprised a lot of people are doing that, because I feel like that... that Agreed. Do you know what, yeah, sounds do you like know a burnout situation. It is, it like, th- this well, it's the same map. Obviously, it's changed a lot. But, like, I feel like a lot yeah. of this... Like, there's... For me, it was very, like, distant familiarity. Do you know what it Like, returning to this world after so many years. And that's kind of what the game is... Yeah. For Link. I can't imagine you know the I mean? combat's changed terribly <clears throat> much either. Combat's like, pretty... Oh, yeah, I'll get to that in a sec, but... Um, sure. In terms of... Yeah, like, f- story-wise, like, this, that's what the game is for Link. He's coming back to this world after so many years, and so much has changed, kind of. And you remember some bits, but you don't. Like, I feel like that's a really good way to approach it, and I'm really glad I did. Um, yeah. Because I feel like if you've been playing Breath of the Wild or smashing that in the last two weeks, like, it's probably... It feels all the same. Like, it's more of a continuation. And I don't say that <clears throat> in a bad way. Like, I know a lot of people throw around these days for a lot of iterative sequels, like, it's just DLC. But, like, I feel like this is way more than that. Um... <clears throat> Yeah, like, I don't really know where to start, but, like, it's, it's, it's great. Like, it is genuinely the most fun I've had with a Zelda game for a long time. Um, mm. I, 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 I can appreciate how it doesn't, it doesn't, it's, it reminds me of Elden Ring in that it's not scared if you don't see everything it has to offer. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't throw up these checklists for you to go and do. Um, you just discover everything organically. It's probably one of the best open worlds I've played in a game for a long time. Um, 
in that way. Like, obviously, I, I still have played a lot of Assassin's Creed and Far Cry's and Watch Dogs, all that kind of stuff. Um, and they are all obviously a very specific kind of open world. Um, oh, Ubisoft open had... worlds for starters. Yeah, well, yeah, but obviously, like Horizon. <laughs> but even like as an like Horizon, I think was the last sure. big one I played besides Elden Ring. They are all very like, much checkboxy like, sort of things. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. uh, but with with Zelda, like especially this one. There is just, like, so much packed into that world, and it's mm. all good. Like, it's not just shit, like, go find me five pieces of wheat, or go save this person. There are go questions, the obviously. A, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Put a watch on a grave tombstone. I guess, <laughs> yeah. You, I, I think you opened with this that you didn't, like, that you liked Breath of the Wild, but didn't love it as much <laughs> as everyone else. I guess, with, yeah. I don't know how much you want to go into, like, spoilers and mechanics and stuff, but what I guess the- what were the main things that, like, I think change your mind on this type of Zelda game. Yeah, I like obviously I won't spoil like story. Um obviously gameplay in terms of gameplay elements, it's just more I don't know. I just feel like that the world was quite empty and I, I know that that I, I know that that's not how a lot of people feel with Breath of the Wild, but there just wasn't a lot to do. Like the the shrines were good and there was 150 of them. But they all had the same look, the same vibe. They were all quite simplistic in mm-hmm. their approach. The shrines in this are a little bit more... Not complicated, but, like, there's just a bit more to them. And the powers, the new powers that you have are also... They encourage you to really think outside the box quite a bit. And I really appreciated that. Um, so that's, like, one aspect. Obviously, enemy variety was a big problem, I feel, in the first game. Like, I feel like there's about five enemies. All, like, I'm probably misremembering. But there weren't a lot of enemy types in that game, in Breath of the Wild. Um, and in this one, you've got a lot of enemies that you can encounter in the overworlds. Um, but the bosses themselves are actual bosses. Like, they're, they're not just, like, a weird spirit with a sword like they were in the Divine Beasts. Um, and obviously, the villain has presence again like like a calamity ganon as a villain was really just this big smoke cloud that corrupted <laughs> people and like do you, know, do you know what i mean like there was no yeah. like villain yeah. like ganondorf is a, is a bad guy who's <laughs> yeah. like big bad yeah and like and yeah and does like mean things to people like he's a bad guy like you know whatever floats your boat but like you want a bat like imagine if like a physical being that you feel is going to get you. <clears throat> and that's the other thing, obviously, as well. The the Divine Beasts were the same visually. Um, one of them, I think, when I first played Breath of the Wild, I did in 10 minutes. Not even on purpose. Just like that. that they were just very simplistic. Yeah. And the, the replacement for Divine Beasts in this game are still closer to Dungeons than Divine Beasts. But... Um, just having like that theming that goes in with the story, like it just felt, it just feels like a better realized version of Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah. I mean, I so know you and like, I, I, you hate I Breath did... of the Wild. So like, what do you, <laughs> I don't hate, hate Breath of the general. Wild. So that's, that's yeah. an unfair, unfair Like you pulled out your Vita this week because just... <laughs> that's how much you don't want to touch your Switch. I don't know why I did that. I still don't know why I did that. Um... No, like my my complaints with Breath of the Wild is it just it just kind of felt a bit overhyped uh, from my position. Like it was just like it was a great game and I loved what it did. But the way people were talking about it, it was like the second coming of Christ, and I just didn't feel that way about it at all. I thought the climbing, which everyone was like pointing to, it's like it's amazing you can climb anything. I'm like, what's the point if you're just scurrying against a flat surface, kind of watching an energy meter tick down? Um, anyhow, 
that all aside, what I was like particularly keen to hear about from you was how they had kind of fleshed out the divine beasts and kind of made them a bit more dungeony. Are you hesitant to get too into that? Like, is that kind of a spoiler? Like, is there kind of systems at play there that you think are it's best? It's really hard. Done? It's hard to yeah. It's hard to explain without because I know a lot of people have been avoiding stuff with this game. Sure. I would even argue that and, Nintendo wants you to because they've been quite vague with a lot of the stuff that is sure. here. Um, like there is an aspect to the game that they haven't even really shown in marketing and like yeah. I'm shocked is that bigger part of the game, if that makes right. sense. Yeah. Um, anyone who plays it will understand what I mean. Um, it just in terms of the way that the overworld works, yeah. um, there's like a, there's like an element there that hasn't been shown anywhere. It's not in any of the key art, like, and it, it's very interesting that they kind of got away with this Yeah. in terms of, um, it feels a lot like. Almost like MGS2-esque in the way that it like kind of subverts your expectations with what it's shown beforehand versus what it actually is. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Either way, it sounds so, like the kind of issue that I guess we took with Breath of the Wild, they've resolved. Like I would say almost every issue I have with... Well, no, I know every issue I have with Breath of the Wild has been resolved here. Like in terms of amazing. even just as an example, I know degradable weapons, a lot of people... I understand the role... That sure. they play in Breath of the Wild and, the, and the, the, the reasoning behind that design choice, that's obviously still here. Uh, but with Fuse, you can literally just pick up a rock and a stoat and you've got a hammer. And that's a powerful weapon in, in, in the meantime. Um, you kill a lot of different types of enemies. They'll drop, like, horns, teeth, like, fingernails and shit. And if it's, you know, <laughs> like, big fingernails from big enemies. <laughs> um, and you can turn them into, like, axes and hammers. Do you know what I mean? Like... I, my issue with Breath of the Wild was a lot of time you go into a battle, wear everything out, and then kind of be, like, weapon... Like, you wouldn't have a lot of shit left. Yeah, um, and it felt like it was a little then, while before you got exciting weaponry as well. Like, you were kind yeah. of... I like I like the kind of creative approach to this one. It sounds exciting. And you can, I... you can do, like, cut a lizard, lizard's tail off and turn it into a whip. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, there's... Like, you won't actually go out there, fight these enemies, because you can ma- probably make something cooler with whatever you... I saw you- Kieran make a face there, like, that's badass. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask about, um, like, the building, and I guess Fuse to a certain extent as well, and, like, without going into it too much, but, like, does that stay fresh throughout the 80 hours? Like, that was my one worry after playing a few hours. Um, yes. And I think a lot of that... It really depends on, like, how creative you are. I'm not particularly like I this idea the idea of like the vehicle building and stuff really I wasn't like I was not in on that at first sure um but so you, f- I think the thing that I find so astonishing about this game is if you can think to do it it'll work like if you if you put if you see these like things lying around and you're like oh, I can build this mm. you can literally build it and it will go the way that you want it to almost every time. Like, you're only really limited by your imagination. Um, <clears throat> but if you don't want to do that, there is a system called auto-build, which they showed in trailers and stuff. And what that is, is you can build something once and then save it as a design and then, like, pull it out of thin air if you need to at any point. Oh, wow. Um, do you have to have the resources, like, in your inventory? So, if you have the that? resources near you um, and they're inside uh-huh. this massive circle... It's a free creation. You don't have to spend anything. Yeah. Um, if you don't, it costs like a certain amount of a certain resource you find somewhere. Um, oh, wow. Which is quite abundant anyway. Yeah. Um, 
and you can make it out of thin air. So you can literally create, like, I know this sounds like crazy, but like I got a schematic for a bridge and like, I know that sounds like a small thing, um, but being able to just build like three fucking massive bridges and just create like bridge a gap, literally bridge a gap with them. Um, yeah. Very Death Stranding-esque, obviously. <laughs> um, but um, <clears throat> that was really cool. On top of like having a, a jetpack that shoots lasers or like a, um, you know, like <laughs> you, you can literally think of something and it's you can make it. Somebody so reminds me of scribble knots. It's pretty, uh, yeah, diff- different to that a little bit. But like, you just you have to be able <laughs> just to do more than just like type a word. Yeah. Um, if Chat GPT met Breath of Tears of Kingdom, maybe, but not really. Um, it's a dangerous combination. Don't plant that. But idea. yeah, like I, and that that kind of extends to the the puzzles and the dungeons and stuff. Um, a lot of them are just common sense puzzles almost like you do feel a little bit stupid when you realize oh that's what i was meant to do do you know what i mean like yeah the puzzles there's, i feel like there's, that's there's every a level puzzle of... in, i've ever encountered in a video game truthfully yeah oh okay yeah some of, but like a lot of the time there's like Maybe especially in the game in a lot of like adventure games or japanese like ace attorney and stuff the logic there is always a little bit like oh that doesn't really like you have to be on a very specific path but with tears of the kingdom it's limitless in what you can do um, <clears throat> like the other day I had to move some uh, character from like one point to another. It was quite a far distance. And rather than build it, I think you're meant to build a wagon, but I just attached a rocket to it and it just blew it off the hill to where it needed to go. And that works. So like, you know, if you can think of it, it'll work. Like I went um, to see all the unhinged things that people create in this. There's like, already it's... been some pretty fucked up shit from, from the leaks. Like someone <laughs> made a giant <laughs> naked man who shoots flame from his crotch. Like that. You can do it. If you can think of it and you've got that willpower <laughs> to be bothered, a dream. you can do it. Did it? Literally. I mean, I'm <clears throat> conscious that Shad and I are bombarding you questions, Kieran Brody. That's what I by want. All means, if you if you want to jump in, please do. Um, does it ever feel hacky though? Like the stuff you're creating. Like my kind of worry was that you would bend the games in ways that it kind of um, just kind of felt a bit stuff. clunky or like awkward. No, like, yeah, kind of felt like you were cheesing things and like clipping through things in ways that you shouldn't have or anything like that. Like syst- like system wise, does it hold up and does everything feel like? a viable way to solve a puzzle. Yes. All right. Like I've, cool. che- I've cheesed, I've definitely like cheesed stuff. Like I've yeah. definitely done stuff and I'm like, I don't know if I was meant to do it that way, but it, yeah. it, but it worked, but I've never felt like, it's not like the things I remember like back in the day with Skyrim as an example, I remember that someone would work out a way to clip into a rock and then they could sh- just keep shooting at a dragon until yeah. it died because they were stuck in the rock they were protected. You know what I mean? Like that kind of cheesiness. It's not like that. It's more just like I thought of that and it, because of the systems and how they work, it worked. Does that make yeah. sense? Like it's yeah, it's not That's cheesy cool. in a way that diminishes the challenge or the intelligence to some extent. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but it's designed in a way that, say, like with a, as an example with Ascend, that lets you kind of automatically climb to any point that's like there's just going to be solid ground above you and you can climb up through it te- like instantly with that yeah. power yeah um but because of that like the world is quite carefully designed in areas where they don't want you to use a sand it might have higher ceilings or it might have the bits on the floor that make that give you that step up to be able to ascend as an example like it, it's still i've never played a game that is like so like meticulously designed to kind of guide the player to what they to the solution 
yeah. than this. Like, it's it's not uh, without being like, here, here, like, and like flashing a waypoint in your face 24-7. Yeah. Like, obviously, there are still quest markers and stuff. Um, <clears throat> but, like, the solutions and all of that that they give you are just, like, ne- like they're just smart. It's just a really smart game. And mm. I don't think I would have ever... Like, I mean, I could see that in Breath of the Wild, obviously. Uh, but I never... I just like I just felt like there was potential, and I don't feel like they ever reached that potential. I feel like the systems were always there. There was just they needed to kind of build all that up, and they've done that like perfectly here. Like it yeah. is, it's it's crazy to me. Like I I genuinely think like you are missing out if you don't play this because it is just so smart. I uh, that uh, yeah, I guess that was like one. And of I my was ready to not like this. Like, I think given... that's the other thing. Maybe my expectations were low, but like yeah. I was really ready. To think, oh fuck! Like they're going with this full full ham, but it's genuinely fantastic. Yeah, I can I can hear it in you that like just how <laughs> excited you are about this game. It's good. Um, yeah, and what you were saying my there, only, like that. Oh. I suppose that was. Sorry, I, I, I might be experiencing a bit of lag, but my only sort of concern, which I think Brody, you've kind of sorry, James, you've reassured us of, is that like when they're introducing all these new systems and these crazy kind of um, functionality available to the player, like does the design continue to hold up or like, does it, <laughs> is it too restrictive? Is it not restrictive enough? It sounds like they got the just <clears throat> right. So that's, that's really cool to, to hear. It, it Even like, you know, you come across like a cave with a lake and you need to cross the lake, but yeah. you can build, you can build a raft that's powered by fans and just like drive across it. If you don't have any bits, you can like, mix your arrows with like ice jelly from the from the jelly creatures or whatever and freeze platforms across yeah um do you know what i mean like there's just you can shoot like something down off the wall and use that do you know what i mean like there's yeah there's different ways to do it if you've got no power you can jump on it use a leaf to blow air behind you so like a manual raft like manual boat kind of situation like there's so much you can do Mm. um and the crafting is fun. I hate crafting in games. Like, I fucking hate it so much. I think it's, like, one of the worst things, like, in games in the last 10, 15 years. Like, it's so boring. But yeah. this is just, like, so fun. Like, you just don't get bored of it. Like, even, like, so obviously there's weapon mixing as well. You can attach, like, a like a cart to a shield and then you've got your own skateboard. Like, you can, um, all the weapon stuff that you can attach. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's just really cool stuff. Yeah. Um... And, you, and, like, you think, like, what the fuck have they been doing for six years? And, like, when you think about all of the stuff that's in this game functionally and yeah. testing all of that, like, the fact that it's even come out in six years is... I mean, obviously, a lot of it was built. I should probably be bring myself back to Earth. But even bit, getting, but, like, like, all those systems, <laughs> like, yeah, getting all of that code, I guess, working is, is kind of nuts. Like Yeah, but you say... Yeah. I, and then I say, like, a lot of it's been built. But, like, that whole map, that original map, like, yeah. it's been broken open for literally and metaphorically um with like a like cave systems and stuff and then there's like another map underneath it like there's just so Mm. much there it's like double it's literally double the size of the last game plus more and just as dense maybe more more dense i should say um suddenly sounds very daunting uh kieran i'm conscious you had a question yeah sorry Uh, i did (laughs) oh yeah um it's the only thing I, I think that we haven't touched on so far, and obviously we're probably avoiding it mostly because we don't want to spoil anything, but like story-wise, mm. I think the only real problem I had with Breath of the Wild was how the story was delivered, which, I mean, it was six years ago, so maybe I'm misremembering some of it, but James is gone. 
I just saw this look of panic on James's face, and then he just disappeared. <laughs> what did he, did he oh, no. press a wrong the button? And Nintendo shows, he was like, down or something. Uh, yeah, Nintendo like, just DMCA him <laughs> before he could say anything. Did his computer run out of power, or I'm just going to continue to speculate until we hear otherwise? Let's all just dance until he's yeah. <laughs> well, everything we were hearing about Tears of the Kingdom sounded very exciting. I did want to ask about the story too, Kieran. Uh, wise to wise to ask that. We can always double back to it, I suppose, if he ever returns. Oh, here he oh, comes. he's oh. back. He's back. Sorry, I did not. Don't know what happened there. <laughs> we're speculating. <laughs> we saw Nintendo this moment of panic on your face, you. and I was like, "Did you press the off button or something?" <laughs> no, like, what, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I knew we were going too far. I had to fuck something up. <laughs> I heard um, Kieran say story. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 Um, in yeah, the only like I was saying, the only real problem I had with the only real issue I had with Breath of the Wild was like. It, it never really felt to me like you were like pushing through a story. It was just you would go somewhere, do something and get like an extra little bit of it. Mm. And then if you went and did the other right thing, you would get another little bit of it. Is it still delivered in that kind of way or is it <coughs> without spoiling obviously what happens? So just to make sure I'm understanding you right. It's more that like shit's happened in Breath of the Wild and you're just like seeing what it was. That was the, the issue, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Like it never yeah. really felt like there was anything <laughs> happening in the moment. Yeah. And there was, like, no urgency, right? Like, you were only going to get the next kind of story development when you chose to go and do the next objective. It wasn't wasn't really... So, in terms of the urgency thing, um, that's obviously still there. There's... I don't know how you fix that with a game that's open world, you know? That's Um, fair. In terms of what Kieran was asking, it's a mix. Um, I don't... I don't... Yeah, okay. I'm not... (laughs) <laughs> it's <Stay>. fine <laughs> so, I yeah, see struggling um, I played the fifth No, nah, but like <laughs> Nintendo's lawyers are watching um, No, nah, I There's definitely still an element of You see a lot of stuff in flashbacks um, But the flashbacks are There's a mix of uh, immediate flashbacks And long Like a while ago flashbacks um, But they're woven together in a way That is That makes That is did we just lose James, or is it just me? Again. A few moments later. All right, James, you're back. I'm we sorry, have some, some technical My difficulties. Shit's just turning off. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, we're, good now. we're here now. You are kind of trying to tell us what you could yeah. about the story of. I think Karen, Karen said that like I've done it, and I think I have the best that I can. Um, but to answer your question, yes, the story is more engaged. It's much more engaging, which is my word of the week for this review. Um, <laughs> and it is, it's definitely more intriguing. There's definitely like more, I can't, I don't want to ruin a lot of it, but there is obviously the individual stories for each of the areas are all quite contained because of the way the open, the game is like, you know, open world. Yeah. Um, but over the overarching story is quite interesting. Um, more interesting than Breath of the Wild, definitely. And most Zelda games, I would say. Like, I've never really been drawn or propelled through a Zelda game by its story. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but in this one, like, I was keen to get through it just to know what happens. Like, let alone experience it all. So, um, yeah, that's probably the Very best cool. I can do without ruining it. Um, but there is some really cool, like, mysteries there. Um, a lot of, yeah, stuff you've... I'm not going to say anymore. I don't want to ruin it. I'm just going to keep going and say something. So I don't want to. <laughs> well, I'm conscious oh. we're, we're 
going long on it now. Um, but I did have a couple of questions, unless anyone else got anything else to ask, just to close it out. Firstly, 80 hours in, I think you said you you'd played. I, you've obviously seen out the story, but like, are you still finding you've got stuff to do or are you kind of nearing what you wanted to play of the game now? I could keep going, um, for sure. Uh, yeah. obviously like I would love to get onto Star Wars, um, which is the game that I kind of feel like I've missed out, not missed out on. I don't want yeah. to be like, poor me, but like I got to play Zelda. I got to play Zelda the best way too. Like I feel like be- not being able to Google anything for this game has been so good. Like just being able to just discover it all and organically. Yeah. So like, um, yeah, I could keep going for sure. Um, in terms of talking about it and to play, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, like I think I'm at like 60 to 70 shrines. Or so. I think I'm at 70 shrines now. There's 150 all up. Um, not going to do all the seeds, uh, because that's insane. You know, um, Damascus, you're yeah. not meant to do them all. Like I'm, that's why they gave you a poo in the last game for collecting them all. So don't do it again. Um, <laughs> Yeah. The stuff that I want to do is spoilery, so I won't say it. There is a post-game as well. I okay. will probably mention that. I'm not going to okay. say what it is, but there is a lot to do after the story has finished, which is really cool. Um, yeah. Leave wow. And then finally, seeing as we've not actually uh, mentioned it prior, and I genuinely don't know, like, what did you settle on as a score for it? Have you? Have you even mm, settled? Have, yeah. <laughs> I have we do I record have. these a little bit before the final touches. And yeah, hopefully by the time you're listening, yeah. we have. So I was going to give it 15 out of 10. Um, <laughs> no, so, yeah. So, but, like, I sat on a 10, um, which... Love to sit on yeah, a 10. Yeah, like, I don't, I'm not a 10 person. Like, I just want to be clear. I know I've yeah. already given one this two year. In, yeah, two in a month. Yeah. Two in one year. Yeah, wow. got to catch up to everyone else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I genuinely could not that, find much that... wrong with this game. Like, yeah. I, 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 we can probably talk about. Um, I like I'm in in my review. There were two negatives. One is more subjective, but the main one is mainly obviously the performance is not as good as it could be. Better than Breath of the Wild. Better than Pokemon, though. Better than most first-person, first-person, first-party <laughs> Switch games. Yeah. Um, and I so feel like the comparison to Pokemon is high praise, but comparison to Breath of well, the Wild, perhaps. Is. It's better than Breath of the Wild. Um, yeah. It's better than, like I said in my review, better than most games I've played on my Switch for the last 12 months that weren't a GameCube port. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and then obviously Amazing. my other one was like the the dungeons are the dungeons or divine beast replacements whatever you want to call them they don't have a name um, they are quite good still um, not quite as detailed as the dungeons but I feel like that is a very subjective negative like I know a lot of people and you think about it like in the big scheme of things like yeah. what's here is very similar to a dungeon um, it's just more open which is what I like about this like I feel like it brings that open Zelda game play style to the dungeons from the last, the original games to make something quite unique and its own, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. Yeah. Amazing. Well, I can't wait to get my hands on it and spend some time with it as well. Hearing you your po- should, Ewan. Hearing you your excitement like for it, yeah, 
makes me just think. Get that the that climbing I... gear early, and then you can climb whatever you want as quickly <laughs> as you want. I, I'm sure I'll look for your your tips and tricks on where to get that climbing gear. Um, but do go mm. over to the website. You can check out James's full review of Tears of the Kingdom there and see what final score he settled on. I don't know if he's committing to the ten here and now, but it sounds like he's Wait, I, uh, pretty close. This was locked. This was in the bag. <laughs> ago, <so>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Over on the website, you will also find Brody's review of AFL 23, which perhaps isn't as, as flattering, Brody. <laughs> <laughs> um, based on the TikToks I've seen this uh, the past week, uh, the game was in a little bit of a rough shape. Yeah, yeah, and that probably it sums it all up. Really, we've come off the back of talking about probably what is going to be one of the best games this year to talking about a game that probably, if it wasn't tied to a real life sporting competition, it probably would have been delayed even longer. I would think. Um, yeah, I think it's it, it's got issues in that. It's an AFL game, which is obviously already hard to emulate. Like, as I've established, it's a very complicated sport uh, in terms of the world of sports. Like, it, it's played in 360 yeah. degrees. There's, uh, what, 36 players on the field at once, four umpires now. Um, there's a lot going on. And to translate that into a video game is is very difficult, I'm sure. So I, I didn't, I don't ever envy the developers in making a game like this. Um, mm. In translating the sport, I feel like it's... Uh, simultaneously probably the best football game that we've had, but it's also just as bad as all the other ones as well. Um, like I've been talking to Shannon a bit about it cause we've both been playing it. And I think like the short game in this, like the chip kicks and like, uh, just like hitting targets around the field is really good. Uh, it's mm. just like other areas where it's still like super inconsistent. Like tackling is a bit rough still marking is a crapshoot. Even like rucks in general can be pretty, you know, inconsistent. You don't really ever know what you're going to get. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I think my biggest gripe with the game, like aside from, you know, it's fault failings in gameplay and like a lot of the bugs that it obviously still has, despite being patched to within an inch of its eyeballs in the first week already, um, is just the fact that it feels less feature complete than like past games that we've had. Um, like it's already launched without state leagues. It's launched without, uh, you know, I, f- I vaguely remember one of the games having like a be a pro mode almost, like where you would follow your player, but maybe I'm misremembering. But there's nothing like that here when I feel like it would have been a fairly easy integration. Um, the online, you can't even like play your mates. Like it- it's got quick match. That's all it's got. There's no like ranking system to make it worthwhile. There's no XP. Uh, it-, it performs pretty well. Like there's no real latency to speak of. Uh, but the fact that you, I can't go Shannon. Do you want to have a game of footy tonight? No. Nah can't do it um you never would never no <laughs> hey i was going to that night and then you told me it wasn't possible and i was like i, I was like get in i waited um, until you actually asked and then said you can't <laughs> yeah um and like obviously like the commentary is still woeful but um yeah like it just feels like and the the annoying thing is is that the game I'm speaking about now is probably not even the same game it's going to be in a week because they yeah. are patching it very consistently and they're like pouring modes in as they're ready, basically. It's like it comes out the oven and they're like, ooh, get it out there. So, I mean, it's it's, ha- it's, it's hard, but I, but I feel like consumers probably deserve to know the product that they're getting right now. And if you bought it right now, you're getting a game that is not feature complete and it is buggy. Um, yeah. But yeah, Shannon, sorry. I don't understand, and this happened with AO Tennis, one, I think, and probably other big games as well that I just haven't played. But I don't understand how there can be so much wrong with a game on day one and then so much of it gets fixed 
within patches, within days. Like, I don't understand how within, like, two weeks of a game so much can be changed and fixed. Mm. But, like, in the months leading up to launch, especially because it was delayed, if the changes were that, I don't want to say simple, but if you can change that much within days, like, why does it launch? Yeah. Is yeah, that the case I, though, or is it I, like as soon not, as the game is kind of like, going gold and like it's certification that's like for a launch month or gap at least? Yeah, yeah. So they no, probably but, know what there was the day, day one, one version patch. was going to look like. But those patches go through cert processes, which take weeks. Don't they know. can't. They can't take weeks because they're changing. They've, there's been like six patches in a week. I don't know. I don't. You're probably I right. I don't know how. I don't I, get I, it. But they also had that month delay as well. Yeah, which. I don't get yeah. it. Anyway. <laughs> we don't understand game development every day. I, I don't. <laughs> Perhaps no, it's them well, just like kind wait. of <laughs> experimenting. Like, let's just try this. Did you guys, you guys played it early, right? Yes. Somewhere. Like an it, event. Was it, that, it, was, was the it game I've reviewed like today. An event. And the I've, event? Uh, was that? The game I've reviewed today is different to the game I played last week even. Like it's that's what like I it's, mean. Like it's changing. It's, it's daily. ever changing. Yeah, like daily. As this a game. thing is changing. <clears throat> like but what la- I'm trying to say was, was it and- bad when you played it at the previews? No, like so. I know people that played a week before launch, and that was totally different again. But that was the same with tennis. Like they just, I don't understand how there can be that much difference. Yeah, I did. I-, I did hear from a couple of people. Like I wish I could remember who I saw speaking about it on Twitter that it kind of regressed a bit though, like between the preview event and what was day one. Um, Unless we're not yeah, up to that patch yet. Maybe that's a new patch it that might they've be, submitted. It, no, it, it might be what Brody's saying. Like you fix three things and ten other things break. Like it's just a balancing well, yeah, act of, of game development. It's just yeah. interesting that they can. Yeah, I, I don't get it. I don't think it happens with any other game. Well, it like, doesn't. To this level, is it what you're doesn't. To say, right? Yeah, but, I mean, it's uh, yeah. It, like it's that interesting scenario that is this AFL game because it like is serving a relatively small market, right? Like mm. in the grand scheme of things, it's not going to be played by 26 million people in Australia. It's going to be a much smaller percentage of that. Um, so it does just, it's kind of working with limited resources and budget, I suppose. Um, but you know, the game's going to be broken. I don't, I don't really get it, but I, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's. Odd. I'm not. I'm not saying it deserves a free pass. I'm just no, 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 no. You're right. Explains. Yeah, it's not as surprising as if you know, you know. It might it be more surprising that keeps Jedi Survivor developers. comes out and it's in the state that. Yeah, it is, like this is big game's first that's... game since 2010, 2011 in AFL. So, um, yeah. it's not like what they haven't developed AFL game. A- AFL Live, I think, which was the was first PS2 game. The, I think, nah, but I PS3, PS3, and 360. It was like the first modern. Uh, one, I guess it was like around, it right. must have been like 2011, because I think that's when, it was after the Pies won the flag. So, because um, they were on the cover, they were on the cover. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, because it's been Wicked, Win- uh, Wicked Witch since then. So I'm not sure why that was even, like, I'm not even sure why they were moved away from it. But, like, even so the, the last... Wicked Witch go? Uh, what are they up to now? Uh, who forest? knows? Who knows? I guess we'll find out one Just day. Just waiting to get the license pack. At Xbox is something in their cauldron as we speak. <laughs> Xbox's next <laughs> game conference. Um, <laughs> yeah, so look, on the whole, it's very disappointing, but I honestly think this will be a different game in three months. Like, it's going to be yeah. profoundly different. Like they're gonna Three days, three hours, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> there'll, there'll, there'll be a patch tonight and I'll change the score. Um, but... 
<laughs> but yeah, look, once they added all this stuff, like the grassroots stuff that has been in last games, uh, like really round out like the user generated stuff. Cause there is a lot of like user created content in the game, although it's put through the system very poorly. Like you can't even like preview a player before you download them. Like you have to download them first. Like, so it's just little things like that. That's just, it bugs me, but it's not cause yeah. they don't care. Like the present, like, presentation wise i think that i think the game is 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 pretty good for what i imagine the budget is like the player likenesses are really good and they've done things to like try and emulate like the telecast and broadcast sort of side of football which is which is cool although it falls short in a lot of ways but um yeah i'm keen to see where it ends up in a handful of i months. did i did love the clips of the coaches substituting the goal umpires yeah. that's that what i was like how does amazing. that even happen like i yeah. don't understand <laughs> it's the same model <laughs> um to Brody's point though like i think the annoying thing is like there is actually a good game here like it's fun kick to kick like you feel like you can actually target like it feels satisfying i've played online games and it actually works quite well um so it's a fun times, but just people are experiencing crashes and all kinds of things, mm. still, yeah. which we just don't see to that level. That has been yeah, my experience. Is that I, th- I think the the most fun I had playing it so far was during the on James just hates football. He's gone. Um, <laughs> I think the most fun I had was playing the online because I just feel like there's a lot of things with the AI when you're playing uh, the computer that. Yeah. I think I said. I think I said in the review, like, there's nothing more frustrating in a sports game than having things done against you that you physically can't do because of the systems. They just don't work. So, yeah. like, when when a when a computer player gets like a, a clearance and then hits a handball to the side of the square and stuff, which if I try and handball, it literally either dribbles along the fucking ground or shoots ninety meters in the wrong direction because it's a bug. So. Uh, yeah, I think the fact that everyone's on like sort of like a level playing field online definitely makes it more fun. Um, I just wish I could play with my friends. So yeah, yeah. but that'll come, I'm sure. And then I can play yeah. with Shannon as well, as well as my friends. So. And it'll be a 10. That's right. The second that happens. <laughs> it'll elevate itself. <laughs> all things in good time, hopefully. Mm. Um, alrighty. Well, whilst we wait for AFL 23 to get some patches, and James we'll to also be... <laughs> and that's James what I was going to Poor James, clearly having some internet issues today. Um... We're also going to be waiting for Game Freak's upcoming game that they announced today uh, in partnership with Private Division. Uh, They revealed it's a new IP, um, and although not much is known about the game at this stage, um, they did confirm it's going to be an action-adventure nicknamed Project Bloom, and we got to see some concept art. Um, Kieran, I might first come to you. Firstly, what was your reaction of this announcement, the concept art? Do you have any inklings what this game might be at this stage, albeit it is very early? Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty hard to say. Like, the the vibe from the concept art, like the kind of lone swordsman standing in this, like, lush forest, like, I'm, I'm all for that. Mm. That looks really cool. Um, it seems like it's going to be an aesthetically, you know, kind of engaging game at the very least um but also like private division have been publishing some good stuff so they obviously sort of know what they're looking for um i recently like did a preview for after us which is another game that they're publishing that was very like artsy and like aesthetically pleasing and stuff so like if if it's in that same sort of vein um i'd be keen to see what what it's like game freaks like non-pokemon stuff to date like their more indie-ish stuff hasn't really been that compelling but um, you know, with a publisher like Private Division, I'm, I'm sure they're going to get the resources to kind of push that a bit more. I got the impression that this was going to be like a pretty substantial 
triple a i guess if that that term's appropriate in this use case kind of experience is that your gut feeling as well that this is gonna be like a bigger kind of rpg from game freak than perhaps what we've seen before I feel, I feel like it's probably going to be a little bit more like a little bit smaller in scope maybe not fully fully like triple a blockbuster but yeah. something i guess in between um but i mean it's again it's hard to say from a piece of art yeah yeah i just some people were kind of talking around the game as well i suppose uh shannon maybe to you do you have uh much kind of faith in game freak stepping away from pokemon are you excited about them doing other things and can see them turning around uh, a quality game otherwise I think so. Like, obviously, make one of the the best-selling games in existence. I don't know. They did another RPG or something recently, didn't they? Am I making that up? I think they did Little Town Hero. Little Town Hero. Which was, like, not that well-received. Yeah. Pokemon Scarlet and Violet (laughs) 2. That's, yeah, the little game in that. Um, No, I'm excited to see what they do. Like, I, I think, yeah, I guess Pokemon hasn't innovated a whole heap it has but like the core formula has stayed the same so they haven't had to sure. yeah. prove themselves as a developer much over the last 10 or 15 years so yeah i'd love to see them break away from that knowing that they can stay on pokemon for the end of time until the end of time james i feel we've spoken in the past as well about game freak maybe benefiting from taking a break and stepping away from pokemon albeit temporarily do you see this as kind of a positive move for them and you happy to see it kind of delay future Pokemon titles for the time being? Do we know that's what's happened, though? Well, I, just, I guess I, think that, I, I assume they'd have other other teams within Game Freak <clears throat> working on different stuff. I, I've got yeah, no idea. I, I can still see them shitting out a Pokemon game next year, <laughs> regardless. Like, um, so yeah. I mean, I know that right this year, obviously, they're working on the DLC for Scarlet and Violet. Um, never say never. Uh, yeah, no, <laughs> two Pokemon, yeah, why not? Um, what was your question? Yes, I think, that I've always said that, I've always felt that they should take a break from Pokemon, gather their marbles a bit, and put out a <laughs> surefire hit, you know? I don't even know if that's the same. Project Bloom. Yeah. Put all your marbles um, into Bloom. <laughs> absolutely. Um, yeah. I don't... <laughs> I don't want to be mean, but I don't think Game Freak is like a good developer. So I don't know. Like, I don't know. I, I feel Fertile. like no, no. That's probably I'm, your, I'm yeah. You're kind gonna, of with people you. are going to come for you on that. That's, like I think the poke the like Pokemon I, games okay, wait, are a certain wait, thing wait. and they do that thing very well. That's but a box they're not. <laughs> can we no? Can we? Let me take a few steps back. I just one of the say, worst developers. <laughs> yeah. I just like to yeah no. I like to just make an apology. To, no, no. <laughs> no, but real talk. I am excited to see what game. I think I've always felt that Game Freak's problem is is that they've got. To <laughs> get like, I've always thought Game Freak were a great developer. <laughs> <laughs> I've just always cut, just cut that. Cut that. <laughs> anyway, shut up. I've always felt that they that they just need more time. You know what I mean? They need they have to put a Pokemon game every two years. Yeah. So like that's a lot of pressure. Um, yeah. <clears throat> and people have always wanted like say a Breath of the Wild esque reinvention from Pokemon. You're never going to get it in a two three year development cycle. Um, so if they can are given the time by say Private Division to make something really special for sure, like go ahead with it. I agree there. Mm. Right. That's what I meant. I didn't. Yeah. I don't think they're a bad developer. I should probably reel that in a bit but like 
I do like Their situation if, has been consistently bad, and I want to see that improve for them. You know, I, I don't. I don't know how a game freak is structured, admittedly, but like I kind of do. If, if there is a second team working on a Pokemon, it'd be nice to see them kind of adopt that kind of two lane sort of strategy. Like I think Rare kind of famously did this back in the day, where they would kind of have two isolated barns, right? Um, yes, and they and, competed a lot. Yeah, yeah, and like maybe this kind of project Bloom team does the experimental stuff, like tries new things, pushes the boundaries a little bit, whilst other team kind of works, spits out the Pokemon game, as James described it. But, you know, maybe they can kind of, like, learn from each other and the work the experimental team kind of does then kind of feeds into future Pokemon iterations and kind of grows from there. That that could be nice, yeah. maybe. <laughs> um, Brody? Game Freak has 169 employees, by the way. All right. And, uh, studio. They're in the same building as like EPD and PTD and Hell Laboratory. So there could be a lot of good support around there for them, I suppose. So uh, what was your question? What do I care about this? Sure. Yeah. I just kind of threw to you because it sounded like you had something to say. But yeah, go no, for it. No, it just tells you thought. Just Googling. Just Googling Game Freak. That's all. Uh, Pulse Man is a game I did. There's not a lot. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I don't develop games, so I don't know how many you need. I think Hellblade was done by 20 people, so that's impressive to me. Yeah. Imagine what 160 Game Freaks could do to a Hellblade. <laughs> there you go. Think about that. Can't even. I can't even fathom. Get your marbles <laughs> up that. Anyway, you absolutely drive In this the train. spirit of hard truths, Xbox boss Phil Spencer opened up on the company's failures in a tell-all interview with Kind of Funny in the week. Um, he confronted a number of uh, failures uh, that he admitted to over at Xbox. Um, so that prompted the rapid-fire question I thought I would ask you all today, and that is, what hard truth do you think the video game industry needs to Super confront? Super rapid-fire. Super rapid fire question. No, Development cycles. To... I don't think De- Game Freak are getting enough time to shine. That's a great hard truth, Brody. I love it. They could I'm be gonna... a good developer. They could I'm be gonna good. I'm going to say, not. again, tacking in a news piece of GTA 6 rumored to be costing like upwards of like one or two billion dollars to produce. Game production budgets can't keep going up. Rain them in. That's my hard truth. That is a lot of money. Yeah. Hmm. Kieran, what's your hard truth? Um, <laughs> that people that that digital soundtracks aren't a good pre-order incentive. <laughs> <laughs> I've never once listened to a soundtrack on my fucking PlayStation. <laughs> I just That's sat there and put good. it on. Don't they all eventually come out to Spotify anyhow? Like, isn't that yeah. just yeah? Shaz- that is a good call. At, yep. What's your hard truth? I don't know. I want to, I don't know, just stop hating on outlets for advertising for games. It has nothing to do with reviews <laughs> or anything. Like, either high or low, we can never win. So just fuck off. Who hurt you comments. today? <laughs> that's, Where did this come that's from? All I can, that's all I can think about. <laughs> I thought you were going to say hard truth. Every game wow. should be either a tennis game or an Ape Escape game. There's no room for any other. Ape no. Escape should, I was going to say Ape Escape should be. <laughs> when they do Ape Escape, that is the hardest Instead, truth. he's told the audience to fuck off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you're he, if he coming at yeah, us in the comments, two choices. think yeah. about it. Well. I violence. <laughs> Follow that, James. What do you think about our audience? Nobody <laughs> wants to engage with your games as a service element. Ooh. Mm. That's my message. I was expecting something a bit spicier from you, to be honest. I'm a little disappointed. He was shaken oh. by me. 
That was too real. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to just outwardly tell people to fuck off, but... Um, yeah. I, I genuinely believe that, though. Yeah. I agree. Sorry, I don't really have... Yeah. I, I'm all spiced out with my <laughs> no, 45 it's... laptop reboots this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Uh, it is now time for What the Wiki, the Press Hut podcast game show with the previous week's winner, it's part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and we, the contestants, must guess the game. A point is awarded for each correct guess, and the first player to guess two ends the round um currently in the leader is Brody on 13 points myself in second place on 11 james and karen tied in third with 10 points apiece shannon on eight and james w was one appearance on nil poire um but shannon you bagged the two points <laughs> last week so you are today's host hence brody's excitement this could go anywhere. he always loves it yeah. when you just host. when you thought i'd had my lowest <laughs> point this episode <laughs> <laughs> Um, Uh, so yeah the show is yours Shannon take it away amazing the game is a free to play platformer battle royale it involves up to yes Brody Brawlhalla no the game yes Jumzy is it full guys Shannon could I get a full title please Ooh. I feel like it's just been rebranded to Fall Guys, but wasn't it Fall it has, Guys Ultimate Showdown? Oh no, Ooh, that's I'll, not the title. It's, I'm gonna take it. I don't want. I'm not. Oh. I'm not. I'm not gonna. It is. It is just Fall Guys rat. now. Okay. What Sold. was it originally? Ultimate Knockout. Ultimate I Knockout. Ultimate Knockout. Oh, Fall yeah, Guys. Well. Ultimate Knockout. Yeah. They knocked that out. Only that. the real ones know that. That's a bit of a mouthful. Yeah, well, I was oh. from that group. We so. were the day one. I can't remember that at all. Sorry, um, no, you're, you're right. I don't know. Which so we're awarding next. a point to James there. <laughs> we no, are awarding a point to James. All right, awesome. Keeping tabs. Thank we you. need to stop him, boys. He might get a bonus. Yeah, point. Um, I yeah, don't know which might. one to go here. The game is a puzzle strategy game originally developed by DMA Design and published by Cynosis in James. nineteen. Oh yeah. shit! Shannon, you're so predictable. Is it? Oh, I think I've got it wrong now that I'm saying it. Oh, is it that's... Space Station Silicon Valley? Fuck, no. man. <laughs> I did not, not predictable. I take no. it back. Can you read the first I part I wish again? it was. It's a puzzle game, you said. Puzzle strategy game. Um, published in 1991 and later ported for numerous other platforms. The objective of the game is to guide a group of characters through a number of obstacles to a designated exit. James, can I go Aaron. again? <laughs> What's... <laughs> I think the paragraph was at the end going, of the paragraph. So I think it's Kieran. <laughs> the paragraph was one not guess per paragraph. But sure, Kieran. <laughs> uh, <laughs> is it Lem- Is it Lemming? <laughs> it is Lemming. Oh, well done. Well done. Well done. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else can hear it. If it's just me, but just like the nervous breathing we're getting from Shannon through the microphone. <laughs> 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 All right, next game. The game is a 1987 graphic adventure. It follows teenage protagonist Dave Miller as he pretends to rescue his girlfriend, Sandy Pants, from a mad scientist whose mind has been enslaved by a sentient meteor. The player uses a point-and-click interface to guide Dave and two of his six playable character friends through the scientist's 
location <laughs> while, so, while solving puzzles. <laughs> I don't understand. What's the problem? Uh, you, I don't know. Shadow's just I'm laughing. Just I'm just changing shit reason. on the fly. Okay. Uh, uh, are you in? Yeah. Uh, pure guess. I've never... N- no idea what this game about. Pure guess. Is it Day of the Tentacle? It is not... But it could have been. <laughs> thanks, thanks, Shannon. <laughs> Gameplay is non-linear and must be completed in different ways based on the player's choice of characters. It was initially released for the Commodore 64 and Apple II. It was Lucasfilm's first self-published product. It was conceived in 1985 by Ron Gilbert and Gary Winnick, who sought to tell a comedic story based on Homer films and B-movie cliches. Based I'm on shocked. what films? Horror films and Homer, B-movie Homer films. <laughs> I heard Homer, Homer as well. I'm surprised <laughs> everybody's got this. I'm scared. Yeah. Um, I'm trying yeah. to think of... I'm blanking, totally blanking. I can't think of any Ron Gilbert games. What's that? Can uh, we just get uh, the characters and I'm going to have a stab in the dark again. I think this is like come much later, but Thimbleweed Park. That's not... No, no. no. You were close to the first one. Something. Brody. Yeah. Brody, yes. Full <clears> throat. No. It's like the What's the character's like name naming again? the spiritual successor to this. I'm game. gonna start with I'm gonna start at the start again with the context that you have. Oh. It follows teenage protagonist Dave Miller as he attempts to rescue his girlfriend Sandy Pants from a mad scientist whose mind has been enslaved by a sentient meteor. The player uses a point-and-click interface to control Dave and two of his six playable friends through the scientist's mansion while solving puzzles and avoiding dangers. Kieran, no. There was a big yeah. hint in that reread of that paragraph. Yeah, you said the word mansion. Was there? Is it... Can I, can I guess? I don't know if this is an actual Someone maniac. Needs to. Yeah. That's is the it, game. Is it maniac, is it maniac mansion? <laughs> maniac mansion, stuck. did you say? Yes. It is, if that's what you said. Yes. Well, <laughs> it is what I said. Yep, it is. <laughs> well done. Oh, well game. done. Never Thanks, heard of that. Josh. Never played that game. Really? Maniac Sorry, Mansion. James. Never, yeah, never heard of it. Never heard it's of it. It's fine. Stolen. Uh, well, well done, Karen. You win the round. Shit. Uh, and you get up to 12 points in the process. So what, just one behind Brody, uh, myself and James now tied in third on 11 points. Um, you okay, Shannon? Did you enjoy that? I'm already copying it. I'll just leave, I'll leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And with that, let's bring an end to what was this week's episode of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast service of your choice. Follow us at press.au and visit the site at pressstart.com.au. We've been joined today by Kieran. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at H-A-S-H underscore B-R-A-U-N. Joining us today was also Brody. Uh, thanks. You can follow me on most things at Brody underscore DG. By the way, check out Maniac Mansion, the <laughs> sitcom loosely based on the game of the same name created by Eugene Levy. No wow. way. Okay. There's a really? sitcom based on the game. It ran for three seasons. <laughs> no way. And it stars Joe Flaherty, whoever that is. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you. You've been on fire on Google today. Um in the hosting chair for what the wiki it was shattered uh, you can follow me at shannon grixty on everything and last but not least with his 
Tears of the Kingdom review, it was James. Yes. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. What a great Real round. unhinged energy to the end of this <laughs> podcast. I've been your host, Ewan Roxborough. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxborough. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. 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 Bye.